Hello, Stu. Hello, Glenn. Of course, certainly I know that that's why I go to to uh, Twitter. It's Joy Reid. Yeah, me too. Me too. She makes me sweat, though. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh. She brings the pressure. She is so hot. Her, she's in fuego. Her, her opinion is just so sexy. It is just great. And uh, for people like, uh, you know, people like me that, that look at Joy and go, wow, and you start to sweat, you should have sweat block. Sweat block. Sweatblock.com. Uh, sweatblock.com. Uh, use the promo code Beck and save 20%. It's not just a deodorant and antiperspirant. It is really, honestly, a miracle. If you are out working outside and you're sweating all the time, mm, try sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Beck right now. It is unlike anything I've ever tried before. Get 20% off promo code Beck. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. A new blueprint for society. I'm going to take you uh, someplace, I think, unusual uh, in history. But I want you to listen to this carefully and understand that it is rhyming with many things that are happening today. Give me 20, 30 minutes, and you will understand the world in a different way as we introduce you to the concepts, some of them, in the new book, Dark Future, which came out yesterday. Thank you for picking it up. Let's go through it in 60 seconds. So our sponsor is Relief Factor. George wrote in from Oregon. He's a garbage truck driver. It means he spends 10 hours a day sitting with very limited movement. For the longest time, George's problem was his right knee would swell under these conditions, causing immense pain and stiffness. He wasn't sure what he was going to do. Uh, George, I mean, I would consider moving away from Oregon, but if that doesn't make the swelling stop, then maybe you should try Relief Factory. He said he did because he just couldn't quit his job. He heard about Relief Factor, decided to give it a try. He was amazed to find out that within a few weeks, the pain in his knee had become so manageable that he barely noticed it anymore out there on the truck. And he's there today enjoying his job. He found Relief Factor. He got his life back. So did I. Please try Relief Factor. Just try it for three weeks. It's the quick start trial pack. If it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to. But just check this off of your box. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. And they're people just like me. It's Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. I want to take you back to 1941. A short man with a cane is led into a gas chamber. Following him is a man with spina bifida, another in a wooden wheelchair, 
There were so many. After the screams, the Nazis just incinerated or buried the dead in mass graves. The uniforms they were killed and buried in had a black triangle sewn to the left breast. The road to the greatest atrocity in human history had been paved decades in advance. Much of it started in the West and in America. Germany, under the Third Reich, began forced sterilization programs for the disabled in 1933. As the Nazis believed that the disabled were a waste of valuable resources, merely more mouths to feed that it couldn't afford. Through the propaganda machine, which involved the movies, newsreels, widely circulated posters, the Nazis fostered the idea that the disabled were to blame for the economic recession that had blighted Germany since the Treaty of Versailles decades earlier. The Nazis depicted disabled people as burdens on society, as freaks, as useless eaters, as people who just had lives unworthy of living. Germany's forced sterilization program of the disabled in 1933 was not the first of its kind. The United States had been doing it for a long time. We had compulsory sterilization laws covering the disabled in various states in 1907. Eugenics, the science of improving a population by controlling breeding and culling, was also enormously popular in America at the time. Sterilization laws also appeared later in various European states in the 1920s and 30s, which include Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Estonia, Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, Lithuania, Latvia, Hungary, Turkey. However, in Germany, propaganda was followed by a swift and deadly action. 1939, the T4 program began. Euthanasia centers were set up across Germany and Austria, sometimes being housed in secluded country houses, sometimes in hospitals, always run by the doctors and nurses. The program continued till the end of the war. Disabled people were gassed, killed by lethal injection or via starvation. It's estimated that quarter of a million to a million disabled people were killed during that time. Now, the five identifiable, uh, identifiable steps which the Nazis carried out, the principle of life unworthy of life, was coercive sterilization. That was the first step. To get rid of useless eaters. May I ask, isn't sterilization one of the biggest, oh, I don't know, flaws or benefits to transgender compassion care? Aren't we mutilating and sterilizing people right now? Are we not sterilizing our children because remember, that's just step one, coercive sterilization. But is it coercive or is it propaganda that is leading so many to the table and the knife? Then they uh, followed that with the killing of the impaired children in hospitals. Hmm, wait a minute, hang on. Didn't I just read in Canada that if you're a depressed teenager, 
If you go to your doctor and say, I want to commit suicide because my life is unworthy of living. Then they'll give you the death cocktail and you can commit suicide. Wait a minute. That's strange because the doctors and the nurses first do no harm. The doctors and the nurses in Germany were the ones responsible. I'm sure they're not connected at all. One thought is completely different than the other. No, but wait a minute. Hitler himself said killing of the unworthy was the compassionate thing to do. And this is compassionate care. Oh, well, don't think about it too much. They moved from the killing of the impaired children to the killing of impaired adults, mostly from mental hospitals and centers, especially equipped with carbon monoxide gas. You know, why use a secret hospital killing room and hidden trucks that are just using carbon monoxide when in Canada you just if you feel your life isn't worthy or if you're for instance um what was that story i read recently about the uh, the canadian veteran that just asked the va if she could get a a stair lift they said they couldn't help her but they could help her with suicide drugs yeah well all of this project was extended now, but I mean, we're just talking about, right? We're just, I mean, it's just, that's Germany. That's Germany. And okay, so they killed, but it was mainly about Jews, or, or was it? I mean, if you look at who was rounded up, the Red Triangle, that was a political prisoner. That was somebody who was against socialism. It was somebody against what Hitler was doing, fascism. So, let's see, communist, anarchist, Gentiles who assisted the Jew, trade unionists, Freemasons, they got a red triangle and they were gassed, green triangle, convicts and criminals. But the green triangle was great because they were, if you were a convict and criminal, especially if you were a violent one, you were put in charge of, uh, of the Jews in your area. And uh, they wanted the most violent and the most... Uh, heartless to be in charge in the inside blue triangle foreign forced laborers and immigrants uh then you had the purple triangle primarily they were jehovah witnesses over 99 percent, as well as members of other small pacifist religious groups so if you didn't want to fight they needed to get rid of you pink tri triangle primary homosexual men uh, and those who identified as such at the time bisexual men trans women sexual offenders as well pedophiles zoophiles many in this group were forced uh, into sterilization then there was the black triangle the black triangle deemed asocial elements or work shy so like for instance you don't like to work all that much or maybe because you're mentally ill or mentally disabled then you get the black star but you also got the black star um meaning you were stupid uh, or autistic or schizophrenic or epileptic uh, or an alcoholic or a drug addict or a vagrant or a beggar or a pacifist or a, a conscription resistor or a prostitute or a lesbian 
or somebody who is just disabled, disabled with, you know, diabetes. I mean, who has that? These people were usually rounded up and shot or thrown into the gas chamber. Now, that, that's what was happening in 1938. It's weird because in 1910, we were doing things over here on sterilization in America because we had we had concluded that Mexicans and other immigrants with large families were a drain on the state services, but they were also out reproducing the Protestant white stock. These ideas fit into the broader context of immigration issues during the Great Depression in the 1930s and heightened immigration control at the U.S.-Mexico border. Isn't this, wait a minute, that, that was the progressive eugenics movement, early 20th century progressives. Huh, those, so those were like Woodrow Wilson. Huh, and they, they, so maybe they were the ones. I'm beginning to see how... The Democrats are only projecting onto people like me or you that don't know any of this history. They know it very, very well, um, mainly because it's their history. It's their history. We're entering a time now where science is our God. And this could get very dangerous. You know, we, we thought that we were only fighting people who wanted to keep black people enslaved. But no, we really weren't. We were fighting people who were looking at their own race and saying, we're superior and everything else must bow to us. And, and we know. Well, how did they know? Well, they just knew. We're just, you know, we know. We're smarter. We, we, well, how would we would they would have rounded us up if they were. Mm -hmm. Totalitarianism, eugenics, euthanasia, very deep roots in world history. Plato specifically endorsed murdering weak children in favor of the strong. Well, they're strong for labor, but they're weak in the head. So what happened? How did this, how did we go from, well, I, you know, I just know, God tells me, to eugenics in a new scientific era? Well, you might want to think that this is all over. It is not. In chapter six of my new book, Dark Future, I talk about a new blueprint for society. Oh, and you're going to understand a new blueprint even better in just 60 seconds. This new blueprint. Wow. You're going to love it. All right. Uh, that is from Dark Future. It's available everywhere. You can go to glensnewbook.com and uh, grab it there if that is easier or wherever books are sold 60 seconds and we return right back to the uh, program let me tell you about p-mobile uh every time you look at your uh, phone and you take it out of your pocket you're reminded by the fact that you're doing good in the world by using it no probably not probably you don't even probably think of that but if you did it would probably be like 
You're giving money now, part of your bill, to leftist causes, things that work against you. You are donating by paying your bill to uh, Verizon and all these other places, most likely to things like uh, Planned Parenthood. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responders. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They're waiting for you right now. You can keep your phone, keep your number, too. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash back or call 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash back. 878-PATRIOT. 10 seconds. Station ID. So here's what happened. We codified. We codified something. Um, and that is that there is a superior race. And we didn't do it. Science did it. Darwin did it. Yeah, there are subspecies. And, uh, you know, there's evolution. And some, some species just not evolved as much as others. And then uh, you had Francis Gal- um, uh, Galton. He was the guy who came up with the word eugenics. And so it was January 4th, 1873, that um, Galton wrote, uh, or sorry, Darwin wrote to Galton, and he said this, With savages, the weak in body or mind, they're soon eliminated, and those that survive commonly exhibit a vigorous state of health. We civilized men, on the other hand, do our utmost to check the process of elimination. We build asylums for the imbecile, the maimed, the sick. We institute poor laws, and medical men exert their utmost skill to save a life of everyone to the last moment. There is reason to believe that vaccination has preserved thousands who, from a weak constitution, would formerly have succumbed to smallpox. Thus, the weak members of our societies, civilized societies, propagate their kind. No one has attended to the breeding of domestic animals would doubt that this must be highly injurious to the race of man. It's surprising how soon we want of care or care wrongly directed leads to the degeneration of a domestic race. But, excepting in the case of man itself, hardly anyone is so ignorant as to allow his worst animals to to breed. So this is the beginning now of saying we should sterilize people. And again, totally unlike what we're doing to our children with transgender. That's just they just know that they are a man or a woman. And uh, that's and, and they're not ashamed. Well, teachers are a little uh, ashamed to just open up that door and say, hey, mom and dad, do you know this is a pretty important decision? No, no, no. Right to the sterilization table. Strange, isn't it? It's almost like doctors and nurses and teachers have done this kind of thing before. The fact that the very poor and reckless who are often degraded by vice almost invariably marry early, while the careful and the frugal who are generally otherwise virtuous marry late in life, so they may be able to support themselves and their children in comfort. Thus, the reckless, degraded, and often vicious members of society tend to increase at a quicker rate than the provident and generally virtuous members. 
in the eternal struggle for existence, it would be the inferior and less favored race that prevailed. Less favored race. So what do we do? Well, he suggested great lawgivers, the founders of the beneficent religions, the great philosophers, the discoverers in science, aid the progress in mankind at a far higher degree by their work than anybody else. It is the selection of the slightly better endowed and the elimination of the slightly less well-endowed individuals and not the preservation of strongly marked and rare anomalies that leads to the advancement of the species. Well, this brings in Margaret Sanger because she loves it. She says, we are paying for and even submitting to the dictates of an ever-increasing, unceasingly spawning class of human beings who never should have been born at all. Every single case of inherited defect, every malformed child, every, every tainted human being brought into this world is of infinite importance to that poor individual, but... It is of scarce importance to the rest of us and all of our children who must pay in one way or another for those biological and racial mistakes. The generation has already begun. Eugenicists demonstrate that two-thirds of our manhood of military age are physically too unfit to shoulder a rifle and too feeble-minded and irresponsible. They are defectively bred. And this vicious cycle of mental and physical defect, delinquency, beggary is encouraged by the unseeing, unthinking sentimentality of our age to populate asylum, hospital and prisons. All these things the eugenicist sees and points out with a courage that is entirely admirable. Sterilization of the insane and the feeble-minded and the encouragement of this operation on those afflicted with inherited or transmittable diseases with the understanding that serialization does not deprive the individual of his or her sexual expression, but just renders him incapable of producing children. Oh, oh, so, so wait, so they can do whatever they want sexually. We just want to make sure when they die, they die. Because two thirds of the men in our society are really too enfeeble and don't have any value. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So I have uh, one more quote uh, for you that I think might blow your mind uh, and take you right to today. American Financing, inflation is destroying our spending power right now. Money is becoming less and less valuable all the time, and it is forcing us to change the way we handle our finances. So what can you do to protect yourself and your family and get ahead? Believe it or not, that's an easy one. Give American Financing a call today and get the, get that free mortgage review that I've been telling you about for years now. You could learn about a custom loan that might fit your budget a lot better. This is the kind of thing that American Financing specializes in, helping people just like you to get out from under high interest debts and find freedom. American Financing, a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you. They're saving people like you just $700 a month. I mean, that's on average. Wouldn't that be helpful? American Financing, 800-906-2440. Do your own homework, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. 
Dark Future is available in bookstores everywhere. You can get it online at glensnewbook.com. And don't miss blazetv.com slash glenn. The promo code is will not be censored. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're talking about, about the book, Dark Future. Uh, it is uh, the new book that uh, I wrote with Justin Haskins, and it is uh, what is coming and what is coming through technology and the idea of superiority of the intellectual. Uh, there are going to be, in their own words, millions of useless people without any power with military, without any political or economic value. They are a useless class. That's usually, uh, that doesn't usually work out well. And when people start using the same words that have been used before or describe the things that have been used before, you should take them seriously. Just why I'm trying to remind you of some of the things that have been said in the past so you recognize them when you hear them again and you will see them in dark future. George Bernard Shaw said, we should find ourselves committed to killing a great many people whom we now leave living and to leave living in great many people who we at present kill. We should have to get rid of all the ideas about capital punishment. A part of eugenic politics would finally land us in an extensive use of a lethal chamber. A great many people would have to be put out of existence simply because it wastes other people's time to look after them. The moment we face it, frankly, we are driven to the conclusion that the community has a right to put a price on the right to live in it. If people are fit to live, let them live under decent human conditions. If they're not fit to live, kill them in a decent human way. It's a wonder that some of us are driven to prescribe the lethal chamber as a solution for the hard cases, which are at present made uh, the excuse for dragging all other cases down to their level. And the only solution that will create a sense of full social responsibility in modern populations. He's the guy who came up with the idea of a gas chamber. Now, I want to take you to one other person, and then we're going to jump to today. And I want you to listen to this carefully, because many people will deem this as a prediction come true by the futurist H.G. Wells in the 1930s and 40s. I contend it is a warning to us today as well. H.G. Wells he said, the dominant men of a new time will find in themselves, it must be remembered, I'm not speaking of man as whole, a desire, a passion almost to create and organize, to put in order, to get the maximum result from certain possibilities. Now think of this. Why are we driving to this new technological world? Because it will put things in order, things that are not understood. And the world is getting so complex that it's getting confusing. So we need AI to put things in order in a cold and an efficient way. He says these men will be artists in reality with a passion for simplicity and directness and an impatience of confusion and inefficiency. Have we seen that impatience with anyone else? Have we seen impatience with 
for instance, our Constitution, which intentionally slows things down. We have to move faster. We need something more efficient. This is a dusty document of the past. He says, it's manifest that a reconstructed ethical system will give very different values from those given by the existing system. Are we having a change in values? Has anyone noticed that? The ethical system of these men of the new republic, the, ec- the ethical system which will dominate the world state. Wait a minute. So now we're talking about a prediction of an ethical system being introduced that's different than the common ethical system that will dominate a world state. He said it will be shaped primarily to favor the procreation of what is fine and efficient and beautiful in humanity, beautiful and strong bodies, clear and powerful minds and a growing body of knowledge and to check the procreation of the base, the servile types, the fear driven and cowardly souls. All uh, that is mean and ugly and bestial in the souls, bodies and habits of men to do the latter is to do the former. The two things are inseparable. In the new vision, death is, is no inexplicable horror anymore. No pointless terminal terror to the miseries of life. It's just a simply a end of all pain. The pain of bitterness and failure. The merciful obliteration of the weak, the silly, and the pointless things. I'm reminded of Ray Kurzweil telling me death will end by 2030 because you'll just be downloaded. And what is death? Death is meaningless. No pointless termin- uh, terminal terror. Hmm. For a multitude of contemptible and silly creatures, fear-driven and helpless and useless, unhappy or hatefully happy. Boy, I can think of a lot of headlines right now that would classify a lot of people as all of those things. Who are just living their lives in the midst of squalid dishonor, feeble, ugly, inefficient, born of unrestrained lusts, and increasing and multiplying through sheer incontinence and stupidity. The men of the new republic will have little pity and less benevolence. The men of the new republic will not be squeamish either in facing or inflicting death because they'll have a fuller sense of the possibilities of life than we possess now. They will have an ideal that will make killing worthwhile. The preeminent value of sexual questions in morality lies in the facts that lives, which will constitute the future, are involved. So in other words, the only thing that is moral about sex or immoral about sex is because you're creating a child. Hmm. If that's not involved, we can disassociate this relationship from this issue. Then sexual questions become no more importance than the morality of one's deportment at chess or the general morality of outdoor games. The men of the new republic will route out and eliminate. I'm sorry, will route out and illuminate urban rookeries all places where the base drift to multiply. They will contrive a land legislation 
that will keep the black, the yellow, the mean white squatter on the move. Childbearing shall cease to be a hopeful speculation for the unemployed poor. This thing, this euthanasia of the weak and the sensual is possible on the principles that will probably animate the predominant classes of the new time. It will be permissible, and I have little or no doubt in the future it will be planned and achieved. I contend that is that could be almost the mission statement for the World Economic Forum's plan. There is in my new book, Dark Future, a new blueprint for society. And it's all about taking these just brilliant minds that know better than you and chart out a new blueprint for a new republic. And it's wonderful. And what they've done is first, they, they have to get rid of all of our history. In an influential, this is uh, on page 218 of Dark Future, in his influential series of essays titled Literature and Revolution, Trotsky wrote that under a collective approach to society, the human species, the coagulated Homo sapiens, will once more enter into a state of radical transformation and in his own hands will become the object of the most complicated methods of artificial selection and psychophysical training. Trotsky further said this transformation, which is entirely in accord with evolution, will inevitably result in a completely form, new form of humanity, one that's greater than the present, shackled from the humanity living today, unshackled from the limi- li- li- uh, humanity living today. They talk about all of these new tactics. Common Core was one of them. This, the common core idea of a literate person in the 21st century, differs fundamentally from the conception of a human person that inspires classical education, a more timeless and transcendent view of human nature. In the classical vision, a human person has a soul that needs to be nourished, and it needs to become enduringly good, true, beautiful, as expressed in civilized man's greatest achievements in literature and art and politics and science. Classical education also equips children with the time-tested intellectual tools to navigate the world. Common Core falls short in both respects, in building a solid foundation of cultural knowledge and in teaching practical skills. Instead, it serves up cumbersome process requirements wrapped in obscure jargon. Pullman further notes that Common Core kills stories. Listen to that. It kills stories for school children, in part by recommending that children read progressively less fiction and more informational text as they go through school. Pullman reports Common Core even suggests assigning sections of the U.S. Code and other technical documents that do nothing to help kids become well-rounded people. Common Core does not mention or does mention elements of cultural knowledge that are central to classical education, but it mangles them. For instance, it is selectively quoting quotes of uh, the Bill of Rights and then recommends blatantly biased secondary materials to interpret it as racist or a sexist document. The list for high school students on book reading includes The Bluest Eye 
a Toni Morrison novel featuring graphic descriptions of pedophilia, incest, and child rape. Perhaps the most notable recent example of this strategy is the educational materials included in the New York Times infamous 1619 project, which are being used in thousands of schools across the United States, Washington, D.C., including Chicago and New York. Okay, so what is all of this for? You have to get our kids to stop thinking. You have to get them away from traditional uh, values, traditional thinking of the way the world works. You need to, if you can, sterilize them at the same time or make sure they're having sex with each other as the same uh, gender. So that way they're not having children either. Then you have the new idea, the new blueprint introduced. That is what you will find in Dark Future. Part two of The Great Reset. You don't have to read The Great Reset to understand the second. Um, it does help, but you don't have to. Dark Future. It is available wherever books are sold. You can get it now at glensnewbook.com. That's glensnewbook.com. Sponsor of this half hour is Car Shield. If your car is no longer covered under its warranty, you know what that makes you do, right? It, it makes you beholden to car mechanics. That's what it means that whatever they'd like to charge you when your car goes kaput, they're they're going to charge you and you have to pay for it. Because what else are you going to do? You're going to go out and I'm going to buy me a new car. Really? Not a pretty situation. Car Shield offers affordable protection plans to fit every budget and covers more parts than ever before. You can also count on Car Shield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Lock in your price today. Car Shield dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. Call Car Shield today at 800-227-6100 and save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price and it will never go up 800-227-6100 carshield.com slash back save 20 percent. this is the glenn back program We're on the doorstep of the fourth industrial revolution. If you don't know what it is, uh, it is going to gobble you and your family and everybody you know up. Uh, Everything is changing. The economy, society, where we live, how we'll live, how we work, absolutely everything. And the people who are really setting the table and making the plans right now, designing our future, are the ones sitting in Davos at the World Economic Forum. We've told you about the Great Reset. Yesterday, the Senate listened to experts on artificial intelligence, and they sounded, well, uh, have you ever seen the, um, seen the look on the face of a deer when headlights shine in their eyes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Chuck Schumer said, well, we're in chartered territory. This is one of the hardest tasks Congress has ever faced because I don't even know how to use an iPhone. <laughs> That's gotta be, yeah, 
It's going to be great. Would you like to join me tonight, our Wednesday night special? I'm giving you a preview of what you'll find in the book. It is an inside look at our dark future, what's coming, what they're designing, and how you can prepare. Don't miss the Wednesday night special tonight, Blaze TV, and on my YouTube channel at 9 p.m. Uh, we will tell you that this we know is going to be demonetized immediately because we're going to break some of the rules. Uh, we're going to actually use words that we're not supposed to use, like great reset. So please help us and become a subscriber at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored and get $30 off your annual subscription. By the way, that will be good, too, for what is happening on Friday. We are covering the... Uh, Family Leaders Summit um, and uh, the interviewer for all of the uh, presidential candidates, except for Donald Trump, which really makes me mad. Come on, Donald. Come, come, come. Uh, Tucker Carlson will be there, and he's going to be uh, questioning all of the uh, presidential candidates. So this will be the first event, and we'll be covering it all day on Friday. Following the event around six o'clock Eastern time, I'm joining Tucker on the stage for an exclusive one-on-one interview, and that will only be for Blaze TV subscribers. You don't want to miss it. BlazeTV.com/slash/Glen promo code will not be censored. You'll get thirty dollars off, and you'll get tonight's special, and you will get Friday's day-long special and the uh, exclusive interview with Tucker Carlson and I from Iowa. On the Friday. Back program. 